Okay, here we are. This is it. I'm drinking my coffee. That's the name of the show. That's the new show name. I'm drinking my coffee. It's really original. No one ever, you know, because no one drinks coffee anymore. They're all like, let me smush up some mushroom powder. Or, uh, or, or there's one that I saw that's like just dirt. It's like, hey, are you drinking coffee? Why not just put some dirt in a cup and drink that instead? And it's like, you know, if they advertise that shit to millennials well enough, uh, then, then a bunch of those dumbasses are going to buy it. And maybe I'm one of those dumbasses. Who knows? Maybe I'm drinking mud right now. But anyway, welcome to whatever this bullshit is. And, um, you know, some of you may know, I've been uh, single since last August, so a year now. Jesus. Yeah, it's been a whole year. Um, it's felt like longer after after being with the same for, person for a very long time. And uh, so now I'm out there, you know, I was with the same person since I was a teenager. And so now I'm some kind of age. Who knows? Nobody asked. Just kidding. I'm 34. I don't give a shit. I'll tell you. I'll tell you anything. So yeah, Joshie's uh, stepping into a brave new world of trying to date. And I mean, there there weren't smartphones when I... I mean, or at least they were really new and not everybody had them. There sure weren't dating apps. There might have been okcupid.com or whatever the other one is for old people. Uh, what is that? Match.com? Is it just match.com? That sounds like a place for getting those little things we light candles in the bathroom with. Uh, but, you know, they, there sure wasn't Tinder. There sure wasn't uh, all these other... Now there's like 17 different iterations, or far more than that, actually, of like, this is the dating app for people that have one dog... And, um, you know, they like the, the, the jets or something. And like, it's, it's just for them. It's just for these people. There's like so many different, Hey, we're a straight, uh, male and female couple, but we like to fuck, um, uh, furries or something. You know, that's the new dating apps is, is getting further and further down the rabbit hole of particulate matter. Just kidding. That's not the right way to characterize it. Anyhow, dating apps are trash. Obviously they're garbage. They're, they're terrible and they suck and I've never used them. Only joking. I've used them a ton to try to, uh, do what I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, the assumption is that Tinder is for just for hooking up, but after having spent some time on there, not with that intent necessarily, but open to the possibility still never happened. I don't know how any single human being ever makes a connection with another human being through that platform ever because there's such a wide range of people using it. There, there are clearly those that are, um, let's say more attractive than me or like these upper echelon dudes who are super ripped and, you know, were born with, you know, God's gift to women face. And, um, those guys are obviously probably the ones slinging dick on there. And good for them and, you know, kindness and love to those guys. Uh, but there are also, there's there's a range of people who are like seeking their true life partner and they want to get married. They're looking for their soulmate. There's people who are, who kind of treat it as a joke and, and don't seem to engage at all. <clears throat> there's, there's all kinds of things. There's like desperate women who are just like, I'll take anything I can get at this point. And not as far as sex, but just like, human contact with another person like I'll take anything and you see this kind of crazy look in their eyes I've, I've come to identify this kind of crazy eyes look just from profile pictures it's like you know when you look in the iris and whatever the colorful part that surrounds the iris is I'm not I'm not an eye doctor 
but you can see the this vacancy of humanity or just like this soullessness and it's like okay well obviously swipe right on that one you know what i mean i've come to realize here's the most disappointing part is that you know you'll match with some uh gorgeous young thing uh who's like 25 uh, and even to the point of going like, God damn, she matched with me? Shit, maybe I'm not so bad off as I thought. Uh, you know, because she's out of my league, so to speak. Even though I think that's an old, silly thing that is is not true. This whole idea of leagues and people being, you know, worthy of a certain level of attractiveness. Like, I think that's mostly bullshit. And anyhow. But yeah, matching with um, top-notch, gorgeous people and then realizing, oh... She's actually just advertising her OnlyFans on here. She's using Tinder and basically just like matching with everyone and then being like, hey, I'm not actually interested in talking to you, but if you want to subscribe, it's only $9.99 a month and I'll show you my asshole. Um, and so I sign up, you know, because I got to see it. Just kidding. I've never paid for OnlyFans, but um, not opposed to the idea. It's just like, you can get so much stuff for free. What am I going to do, you know? And I think it's funny too because... I've also come to find, and I've used other ones, not just Tinder. Tinder sucks. I ended up deleting it, and it's just like, I, this could not make one significant human connection there, like I said. Um, but it gets to this point, it's like, I don't know what people are looking for. And people are so, especially people in the ages of like mid-20s to, to 30s, I suppose millennials, but also like into the, whatever the fuck that the demographic has anymore people's inability to communicate well you know matching with someone who based on their profile seems like a relatively well-balanced person and is like a real person with interests and depth and whatever it is you see see them in photos with friends it's like okay they're they're social this seems like a normal human being and then me i mean those of you who know me personally know the kind of message I would likely send to initiate conversation. I mean, what am I going to do? Like, hey, nice ass, baby. You want to fuck? No. Of course, my messages are respectful, uh, curious, open-minded, like asking them something specific that's in their profile about like, hey, it seems like you're interested in this. Tell me more. Super nice. And then with no response, they just unmatch. This is like, what the fuck? You know, what? what was the magical sentence I could have said to get you to interact with me. What is this? What are we doing? Um, and I do get the sense that some people are uh, pretty socially anxious. This is not the case with everyone. And I felt this myself, but they'll match and then get nervous and like back out. I think that's at least part of the reason. I think also some people match based on looks alone and they don't actually read the bio or the profile. And then they look at my profile and they see that I have a child and they're like, I'm out of here. You know, probably in some cases. I'm sure that's happened. Um, need some water here. Need some water here. Okay, hope to never say that again. That's an episode one flaw only. I will never again state out loud that I'm going to drink water. I'm just going to drink water like a person. What am I doing? You know? Here's the crossover of um, what almost every woman on Tinder, at, le at least, let's just keep it to Tinder, almost every single one has these same things in common as far as their photos or their interests or what they say. Um, 
looking for my partner in crime, want to go on adventures. Uh, th- they're usually wearing yoga pants in w- at least one of their photos. They love white wine. They love they, their dog or cat. And they love binging Netflix. It's like, and that, and that's so common. It's on an absurd amount of, of profiles because w- people have just been programmed to like the same bullshit as everybody else around them. And it's like binging the fucking Mandalorian is not a unique character trait, okay? Liking Star Wars is not unique. Liking, uh, liking, str- I love Stranger Things. It's my favorite show. It's everybody's favorite show. I love Game of Thrones. Find something interesting to be interested in, okay? Don't just, don't just gobble down the same trash that everyone is, you know? Have some uniqueness, like seek out something. Where's the weird people? I know they've got to be on there. I mean, and it's it's fine. I don't mean to be judgmental. I mean, I do a little bit because I think people are to a certain degree just being programmed and they're just they're just not thinking. They're just not using their heads and thinking and they're just like, "Oh, whatever's a new popular thing. Ted Lasso. Oh, he's so nice." <laughs> Fuck you, you know? And also it's fine if you like it and love and kindness and whatever, but you know, to me, it just seems so formulaic. It's so it's so predictable. You know, don't you want to advance your life in any kind of interesting way? Don't you want to, like, set yourself apart from other people to any degree whatsoever? Or do you just want to really love baby yoga? Baby yoga. Yeah, baby yoga. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. Baby yoga. Does he have a name? Who knows? He's got his little black eyes. It's like, I swear that was that was a calculated move by Disney and Star Wars marketing people of just like, what's the cutest thing that will appeal to the lowest IQ idiots in the Midwest um, and that will go viral? You know, the rest of the story is kind of like so-so, but let's just make $1 billion off of a dumb little, you know, little green guy. And maybe he's a girl. I don't know. It, uh, does he talk? What, what does he do? I've never seen it. Um, and also the interesting thing along those same lines, same lines, Disney's been putting, and Pixar, they've been putting cute little cats in like every movie they do now because they know, um, I mean, mostly this massive demographic of like adolescent to early 20s girls love cats that are so cute and like cats are all over the internet, even though cats are like savage, disgusting creatures who spray uh surfaces out of their asshole and like you know our our blood and flesh eating um monsters who descended from you know savage uh bloodthirsty creatures and that they shouldn't probably like be in your house with your baby because they're gonna kill your baby but anyway uh they've been putting cats in there just so that just so that it becomes more popular or more viral or they can make a dumb little McDonald's toy out of that cat. And it's a smart move, but you'll know, I mean, it's like the, the buzz movie has a little cat in it. Soul has a cat in it. Uh, is inside out have a cat. I don't know. There's all kinds of cat stuff everywhere. There's like cats and all, you know, the new despicable me. I know that's not Pixar. There's like a cat in there. Um, cats have been popular for a long time, but it's almost like they've found that that's a, a little, element they can plug in to make more money and sell more plushy toys and power to them because obviously disney is like a really great 
organization helping the world and that you know they're not going to eventually own everything and like know every piece of data about us and that's really cool um and it costs one thousand dollars per minute to go to their amusement parks which is also really cool to interact with a bunch of uh non-existent cartoon characters that were just simply like basically marketing logos that were shown to us as children so that we feel this sense of nostalgia when we see tinkerbell or whatever and it's like you know, it's, it's nothing, it doesn't exist, but we, but there's cute voices and music and memorable music and, and like people that dress up as them at the theme park. And we go, Oh, I remember that. Hey, look, I remember that. I remember that too. Uh, let me pay $500 for a picture with, you know, Shmi or whatever from, or, or maybe, maybe a more current reference Two Peter Pan references in the row. That's not good. And also Tinkerbell was kind of fire. I mean, that that skirt on her, god damn, that thing. I mean, her pussy was like right there. Goodness sakes, you know? And have I ever looked up Rule 34 porn of, uh, you know, of Tinkerbell on the internet? No, and who asked? And why even bring that up? And also it's not porn. It's like drawings by people on Patreon. Um, and they're pretty fire, yeah. But anyhow, interesting choice. You know, let's make her her skirt as short as possible. How did I begin this? I don't know. Anyhow, dating apps suck. They're a big bummer. Uh, I hope I hope that some people are able to find meaningful human connection on there. Personally, I have not been able to. Um, I suppose I've had better luck on Hinge, but it's just I've come to realize that's not the way to uh, meet human beings that I want to put my penis into. And like, I'm being crude on purpose, of course, like, uh, that's a weird aspect of any of these things is that it's like somewhere humming in the background from the very first moment you, you see a picture, there's at least, and, and like trying to make a connection, there's at least some part of my brain that is going, maybe, maybe I'll have sex with that person eventually. Um, that's not the only goal. I do. <laughs> I love deep conversation and real interaction, of course, and friendship and camaraderie and like doing fun things together. I'm not just I'm not just out there trying to fuck and believe me, even if I tried, I do not know how to do that. And um like have not been able to even once, even if I wanted to have a one night stand or like a hookup. I don't have the information in here and the vocabulary to make that happen. I don't have the little magic spell formula uh, to make that happen. So don't worry. Um, I'm not a creep. I am a horny guy sometimes, but I think most people are horny people. Um, and that we try to engage with that in different levels in different ways. But it's a strange world. It's a strange way to try to interact through the computer uh, through the little phone. And, um, I don't know. I don't know, but mostly the, the decision lately after a year of like engaging with these apps for a little bit and then deleting them and then getting lonely, um, just for friendship or human contact and like installing them again, swiping on some people, trying to message, they unmatch. I mean, that's the loop pretty much. So it's just like, what am I, what am I doing? Is this a good place to put my energy and time? Or should I just try to go out into the world and interact with real human beings? And, and thankfully, as of late, that has been more productive. But um, 
it's insane, man. And I don't, I don't envy anyone who really is lonely for a partner or for friends that is trying to meet them in this way because it's really clunky and messy. I do think a lot of people are socially anxious. I do think people don't always know how to interact, especially over message and over text, which is such a limited form of communication. And it just, there's a lot of fatigue, you know, I've heard this term, like dating fatigue or dating app fatigue, or there's probably an even more specific adjective or description for it. Not adjective. Oh, great. Throwing out the English terms. Okay, Josh, and you messed it up because that's not even the right one. Anyhow, people getting worn out by this experience because it is exhausting and you put time and effort into trying to interact with a person and then it just falls apart uh, and it goes away and then you're just back at square one trying to start over with a brand new person and just being like, hey, I don't know. Here's a limited version of my story. Here's what I'm interested in. What are you interested? Like, do do you want to try to be friends? Are you going to value me enough to at least like pretend to, to be interested or ask questions? Like, you know, can you value me enough to at least, uh, like give me the time of day to, to, to get enough time to even see if it's worth hanging out. I don't know. And what was the point of any of that? I don't know. This is what I'm doing now. I'm doing these little mini shows. And I'm going to talk about dumb bullshit. And uh, so be sure to check back and come back for more dumb bullshit. And I don't know how often they're going to come out. But this is helpful to me. And hopefully helpful to you. And uh, uh, maybe makes you laugh a little. And makes you cringe a little. Uh, but I'm just trying to speak the most honest truth that I can. The way I see it. Hey, that's my show. The way I see it. <laughs> Just kidding. And anyhow, uh, was there anything else that I wanted to say? A lot of uhs at the end there. Don't like that. Next next episode, there won't be any uhs or ums. No pauses at all. It'll be fully professional broadcast. And so that's what this is. Okay? Come back next time. I don't know how often these are going to come out. They're going to be different lengths and all kinds of shit. And sometimes it'll be occult, esoteric stuff. Sometimes it'll just be dumb bullshit stuff about my entire life. And sometimes there'll be guests again. But who's asking? Are you asking, Josh, what is this going to be? No, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. You know, you just drink this down like, like your little bowl of uh, Lucky Charms over there. Interesting way to go with it. Yeah, that's Lucky Charms. Don't know if anyone's eating those because the, the world's gone woke and you can't eat Lucky Charms anymore. One, because the little guy isn't even real Irish and so he can't do his, his accent. But also everybody's like vegan and anti-sugar and, and which is probably good. And so they're like, yeah, not Lucky Charms. We're over here at Natural Grocers eating, um, eating, uh, eating fortuitous nuggets. <laughs> that's the that's the Natural Grocers version of the of Lucky Charms, and it's like it's like little kale bites with uh, oat yeast. I don't know, some kind of thing. Okay, bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks. Bye. See you later.